This episode is sponsored by Kangaroo Jack Fitness. Personal training that goes above and beyond to get the best results for you. I think Deepak was a contestant <laughs> in uh, the second season of The Apprentice. <laughs> Necking cowpole. <laughs> that, that was an A-level and that was a secret. You're not supposed to outwardly share that. <laughs> Season three of Game Time. You are listening to me, Danny, Tom, Tim, and Ryan. Uh, some housekeeping before we get into things. Uh, we prematurely raided uh, Area Fifty One, and Alan's gone. He's not coming back. He's not coming Didn't back. Didn't make it. No, we didn't even trade him for something good. We just left him there. Uh, so yeah, he's gone. So from from now on, West Ham will not be mentioned on the podcast. No, I'm joking. They. They will be. Um, but we're still here. <laughs> we came back. Tom, how you doing? I'm good. Is that really why Alan left? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's gone. Oh. He is, um... Rest in peace. Oh, no, he's not, he's not dead. Just being pro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Uh, Ryan, how are you doing? Yeah, I think I'd rather be dead than probed. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, any thoughts on that one? I, I agree. I would rather not be probed. It's not in my contract. <laughs> if you're signing contracts with probing in, you're not in the right place. No, I said it's not in my contract. <laughs> uh, um, I, I guess it depends whether probing... No, I'm just not going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just saying, just they get a lot of bad rep with the probing and stuff. Mm. But we'll move. Is this a dream? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is it a dream? Any potential listeners we had are now all gone. <laughs> but any anyone that wants to storm Area Fifty One will get a lot of new listeners. <laughs> for, for, ti- for tips and tricks, follow Game Time. <laughs> this has gone on for so long. Oh, let us, let us let's swiftly move this on. Um, football, that's what we're here to talk about. Is it? Let, yeah, it is. <laughs> we, might as well, uh, we might as well start off with the big news from today. Harry Maguire finally, finally puts pen to paper and signs for Manchester United for £80 million. Ryan, good deal, bad deal? Uh, good deal for Leicester, I think. Very good deal for Leicester. Um, they can then go and spend fifty million pounds on Lewis Dunk, which is uh, <laughs> natural, the natural sort of uh, next step from here. No, I think I think it's probably a good deal for everyone, really, because Man United need to they need to replace Jones and Smallin because by most people's consensus they are quite shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think I think they've done well there. I think it's probably an inflated fee, but then you get what you pay for, to be honest. And I say he had a long contract at Leicester. I think a lot of Leicester fans were sort of happy to see him go for that money, but, and I'm sure they can reinvest it. But yeah, I think it's a good deal for both sides, but yeah, he's got a lot of, he's not going to get much um, bedding in time now with the fee attached, which isn't really as strong, but 
yeah, I think I think it's a good deal both for both both people really. It's just a shame that Manchester United and maybe Ed Woodward in particular clearly don't understand what negotiating is because this transfer started in what like the end of uh, beginning of June, in which Leicester went, we want eighty million pounds. And Manchester United were like, no, 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 we're not going to pay eighty million pounds. And it's come down to it; they paid eighty million pounds. I don't think Edward will understand what money is. <laughs> it, that, no, that's his problem. He does understand what money is, and he doesn't want to spend any of it. Well, um, I, I think it's a really bad. I actually think it's, um, it's been poor from Leicester in terms of negotiation, because they've now screwed themselves over because they've got four days to sign a centre back, and everyone is yeah. everyone's going to take them to the cleaners because they know they've only got four days, and the the Alternative to that is you play Wes Morgan, and then they clearly don't want to do that. Um, so I, I think it's weird if Leicester knew they were going to sell, and presumably Manchester United, even if even if they were huffing and puffing about paying that much money, they they obviously knew they could pay this amount of money at any point. Why didn't they do it two, um, a month and a half ago and get it sorted as soon as possible? Harry Maguire hasn't had any preseason; he hasn't trained with the squad before what the get, first game of the season is on Saturday. I, I just it's puzzling from both sides, but Leicester are now going to sign Lewis Dunk, who's got to be introduced to everyone before he plays. So yeah, I think it's poor from Leicester as well. And I think the thing as well from from the Leicester point of view, as you mentioned, there they've only got a few days now to to sign a centre back. Should they have just done what Arsenal did and play their hand really early? Say we've got forty mil to spend, and that's what's happening. But then, as opposed, yeah, but then they spent seventy-two million pounds on Nicholas Pepe, so they just, just lie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's beautiful reverse psychology. Oh, we only have forty million to spend. Yeah. No one takes them to the cleaners because they don't have any money. Yeah. And then they're taking everyone to the cleaners. I mean, the, like the, the problem is you're Manchester United, right? That's that's the biggest problem. Everyone knows there's never a time when you don't have loads of money. Um, True. And I mean, you've played. You, you've paid one hundred and thirty million pounds for a guy who played for Crystal Palace and the guy guy who played for Leicester. Um, I think everyone is going to take Manchester United to the cleaners as long as this market isn't the way it is. Um, I, th- I actually think this is it. This is the moment where we can say football's gone too far because we used to say, oh, Neymar was 170 million and Mbappe was 190. Harry Maguire has played no competitive European football in his career. Three years ago, he's playing for Hull. Eighty million pounds. It's the same price as Ronaldo was ten years ago. Yeah, Ronaldo's now outside the top ten most expensive players ever. Because of Harry Maguire, <laughs> but but was Ronaldo a focal point for England at this year's no, or last I mean, year's I, World I, Cup? I, I, I'm not disputing. He's a, he's. A, I think he's a good player. I, I think he is more than capable of playing playing the ball out. Um, he seems competent. I've seen him get ripped apart from, by lower league players in the Premier League, namely Ryan Fraser, Callum Wilson, Josh King. <laughs> seven minutes. I was timing it. Seven, <laughs> seven, seven fucking minutes it took him to mention Bournemouth. But, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, but. I mean, we bulked at Virgil van Dijk for 70 million 18 months ago. I mean, he looks like the best defender in the world. I don't know. How, I mean, maybe he didn't look like the best. Is that your prediction the for the season? Harry Maguire to be the best, best defender, defender in the world. world. Yeah, maybe that was my left wing one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that it's gone this far, though. I really am amazed. I talk, oh, well, let's talk about things going too far because whilst we're on the subject of record-breaking transfers for defender. Have you, I mean, I'm saying, have you seen? I have of course seen you've seen Tom. <laughs> yeah. 75 million pounds for Nathan Ake. Yeah. What, what, what are they smoking? Well, I mean, is, is Nathan Ake, again, we, we, right, we, if Man City had bid 75 million two months ago, 
he would have been, I mean, if they'd been 50 million two months ago, we would have sold them. But we know that Leicester have got four days in the transfer window left. They've just sold their, def- their best defender for 80 million. He's our best player by a country mile. Well, we, can ask, we don't need to sell him. We can ask for what we want. How much do you want? Uh, I'm not 70, buying, by the 76 way. 76 million? <laughs> <laughs> 75 million and one yeah. pound. I mean, I, 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 honestly, I'd probably take, I'd probably take 40. Um, I, and he, but like, he's not worth four. He's not ten million pound more than what Ray, Wayne really was in two thousand and three or whatever. It's, I mean, <laughs> that's what it's comparing it to. And uh, yeah, but I, 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 we, we know how much money there is. We know how much. The other problem with Leicester is everyone knows how much money they've got because it was a public transfer. It's not undisclosed, so they know it's they've got loads of money, and that's why Tarkovsky's forty million, Lewis Dunk's forty million. Um, so they're going to get rinsed, whatever, whatever, whoever they buy. They could have had Gary Cahill for seven million, like Crystal Palace have just done. God, he's so old. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, going on to Crystal Palace, like you just said, though, I feel like maybe it's more for sort of like attacking players. But obviously, there's been a lot about Zaha yeah. potentially going to Arsenal, and obviously that's probably not going to happen now they've got Pepe. I, th- I saw a lot of people on Twitter and stuff saying about, especially about Zaha, like that it's. Yes, they were sort of arguing that he's not worth a hundred million, but I think to that team he is mm. because he, especially Zaha, probably less Maguire because obviously Leicester have players going forward who can score goals for him. But like you have to remember that if they sell a player, a key player, then they're more likely to go down, which means that they're putting their Premiership status on the line basically, which will cost them a hundred million yeah. pounds. Mm-hmm. If they so like I can see it from that point of view. Obviously, I don't think Maguire is probably the best player Leicester have got. He was one off, but I don't think he was like the actual best player. Um, but yeah, in terms of like their, their s- chances of success this season are now reduced somewhat. So therefore, I think they can ask for what they want. And also, I think the contracts come into it a bit. Like in terms of if they signed a five-year contract and they're on 75, 80 grand a week, you almost have to buy that player out of their contract as well. So that's like another 20 million, 30 million pounds which is obviously a lot of money as well so that you have to put that on top of that. The, the, the other thing that has benefited us massively about Ake is that because Chelsea can't sign anyone anymore the, <laughs> the, the, the transfer uh, embargo or the, the buyback clause expires in the next 18 months so we, oh, we really? had to sell him for th- I think I think it, I read it was something like 35 Chelsea but that I think that, it's 40 oh, 40 okay there you go so but that goes out the window now because they can't buy him so therefore no one else you can't compete with that price anymore Oh, nice. That's that's helpful. Otherwise, yeah, like you say, you could have had, I don't know, like I know Spurs have been linked with him before. He could, they could have just come in and, and matched the offer, yeah, or maybe put a million more, yeah, five million. Yeah, on exactly. Top. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, whilst we're on the subject of Chelsea, you mentioned they can't sign anyone. Tim's been a has it been a lonely transfer window over there for you. I mean, it would have been if we hadn't called back our eight hundred loan players uh, <laughs> during the summer. Um, so there's actually quite them. a lot of fresh faces. <laughs> Um, but no, I, it's it's. It, I want to say it's promising for this season, but it is quite sad when you've got like Arsenal who had forty million pounds to spend buying Nicolas Pepe and all these big money transfers going on, and we're like Tammy Abraham. <laughs> so I don't know, but we signed Kovacic somehow, so still we did something. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's and you technically have got Pulisic as well, who's a yeah. Yeah, new signing. So you've you've got some new signings yeah, yeah. there. Uh, We'll we'll round it we'll round it off the transfer window with a with Spurs Ryan you've done some good business and Dombele for fifty odd mil seems like a steal in this market. 
Yeah, the one minute 57 video I saw of him on YouTube. <laughs> um, it looks pretty good, I'm not going to lie. I did say to you at the time, I said, get all of your money on him to win the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> so, uh, no, yeah, he looks he looks really good. I've not really seen much of pre-season, mainly because I don't like watching pre-season friendlies. I find them a bit boring. And also the fact that I've just been like out and about doing stuff on holiday and that. So it's interesting to see how he'll go at the start of next season. Um, yeah, I think he, he looks like a player that can settle in quite quickly and obviously give us... Um, some sort of like extra body in midfield after Dembele left. Um, I think we're still sniffing around either Lascelso or Fernandez from Betis or Sport in Lisbon. Wouldn't be surprised well if we try and go in for maybe Ryan Session on as well. So I, I feel like we've got at least one more sign in this. But again, leaving it to the last minute and then just hinders the rest of the preparation for the season, which is slightly frustrating. You stay away from Fernandez. <laughs> well, to, to be honest, I, I've not seen him or Lascelles play, so I don't really know what to expect. I know that they play attacking midfield, but that's about it. So I wouldn't be fussed either way, unless we were seriously thinking about selling Ericsson. I don't really, I'm not really too keen on either of them coming in just to give competition, because otherwise it's it's getting a bit sort of crowded at, at the top of the pitch there. But then Ali's obviously done his hamstring as well, so that could be a blessing in disguise. He's done his own blessing in disguise. <laughs> well, like, if we a new player, not for him, obviously. He's got to. Nah. Um, but, um, but obviously, like, if we were to sign someone else and then Ericsson, that it could be getting to the point where you've almost got sort of too many players up front, which is not really a thing we've had over the last season or two. Too many men. Uh, I, I lied when I said that was going to be the final transfer news because two more things caught my eye. Um, Neil Morpé. Signed for Brighton for twenty mil. They're just splashing the cash. Okay. Yeah, it went earlier. Splashing the cash, twenty mil. Mm. That's alongside Adam Webster from Bristol City for twenty-two mil, I think. To replace, to replace Lewis Dunn. Yeah, that Lewis Dunn. <laughs> 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's like a food chain, isn't it? But yeah, I, I think both of them very good signings. Again, we'll we'll touch on this later. Whether or not they can make make the step up. Um, also, I found that weird one for Brighton as well because obviously they signed Matt Clark mm. from Portsmouth in the summer and then have just sent him to Derby on loan so a bit of a weird one but yeah I think they're two very capable players I'm more excited to see Mope play in the championship because he had a really good season last year for Brentford and Brentford are one of the teams where they recruit really well and they, you don't often see him buy a bad player so then for him to get the move to the premiership is obviously good for him and I feel like he can do well next year um, so yeah it'd be interesting to keep tabs on that one yes and under new management as well Brighton in, in Graham Potter who um, did all right at Swansea last season, made a name for himself in Sweden as well. We'll get on to that a little bit later because we've got some things to uh, to talk about in the second half. And the last thing I was going to talk about was Wayne Rooney could be coming back to England. Derby County apparently offering a player coach role. What do we think of that? You said Gary Cahill was old. <laughs> <laughs> I think Wayne Rooney's comfortably younger than Gary Cahill, though. No? I'm, Goog- I'm Googling it. Game- what? Rooney's, Rooney's 33? Wait, what are we saying is comfortably younger? What is that? What is that age? Ten percent of his age. Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> Ten years. Uh, Gary Cahill, thirty-six, is, is thirty-three. They're the same age. Oh, oh god. They're the. Okay. He's, so if comfortably younger is because we actually know Rooney's older. He's born in October. <laughs> there's the first. There's the first backtrack. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Wayne Rooney in the championship. Do we think he could uh, he could do do a job? 
I think Derby are going to struggle this year, personally. Ooh. They're probably going to win, probably win three nil away at Huddersfield tonight. Now, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of their players were loanees last year, and Lampard did okay, but not brilliant. I think, um, considering the players he had, and I feel like this year it might all catch up with them a little bit. I don't think they'll go down. I think they'll be like mid-table. But Rooney, again, like I say, it could be that sort of almost that star quality, a bit like Lampard last year and with Philip Cocu as well. Might be okay, but they have got a lot of gaps to fill in that squad because they've got a lot of players gone back to their parent clubs. So it'd be interesting to see if Rooney can do the job of Mason Mount and Harry Wilson, which I very much doubt with his advanced years he can do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I say, to see him back in England would be good, especially in the Championship, because I feel like he, he could still tear it up. Yeah, I think so too. He's a, he's a beautiful, beautiful man on the football pitch. Uh, I was just looking at the uh, the Huddersfield derby like live commentary whilst we, uh, whilst we were chatting. Seven minutes gone. A free kick 30 yards from goal looks a prime position for Harry Wilson to hit. Unfortunately, he no longer plays for derby. And it's, <laughs> and it's Lawrence who instead hit. It's not a bad effort, but it goes over the bar. Which is <laughs> fair play from that. Sad, sad. Right, does anyone else have any uh, other little transfer tidbits before we uh, we move on to a little ad break and then come back for a very interesting second part of the show? Yeah, yeah. Arsenal, with uh, £40 million to spend, have now just bidded uh, €60 million Euros for Upamecano uh, from Leipzig after buying £70 million, Nicholas Pepe. What? It's going to be... It's exactly... I know what it's like. I don't know if any, any of you guys played uh, Football Manager 2012, but there used to be a thing where... You... How dare you assume that there's a chance we didn't play that game? I also said it knowing full well that in the first year of uni there is a picture of all three of us sitting, <laughs> sitting on a bed playing Football Manager. It used to be the old thing where you go like, I'll give you one million now and then I'll give you 200 million <laughs> if he scores a thousand goals. And the computer's like... Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, Arsenal. There's there's one more thing I want to ask is where have Everton got all their money from? No fucking clue, mate. They, Isn't the chairman like a mega rich? But even so, like I thought the financial fair play thing was supposed to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> you thought wrong, sir. Because they bid for uh, obviously they got uh Moise Keane, right? Yeah. And then they yeah. bid they bid for well, they supposedly bid for Zaha. Uh, but I don't know how far actually, or how true that actually was. But then they bid apparently bid for Decoure today at Watford as well for thirty million. Jesus. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's still been Bill Kenwright by the looks of it. I think he's been in charge forever. Big Bill. Yeah. The it's only thing still... financial fair play actually stops you doing is signing youth players and then giving you a ban if you can spend as much as you want. <laughs> that's your that's your problem. If you'd have just spent ninety million on every one of those youth players, you'd have been fine. Oh, it was absolutely fine. <laughs> It was that it was that four hundred and fifty grand on the guy that you then loans to Vitesse. <laughs> one thing that was um, whilst I was at work today, I was having to to watch one of the games. I was watching the um, the Leeds Bristol City game, and whoever the commentator was absolutely roasted Thomas Callas, who's just moved to uh, Bristol City from Chelsea. Mm. And he went, if he'd have stayed at Stamford Bridge for one more year, he would have got a testimonial. Hopefully, he would have been able to play in that game. <laughs> I was like, that is, uh, that is witty. <laughs> right, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we are going to be doing uh, an interesting thing. Stick around. Well, it's your opinion. You know, it, again, it's a game of opinions. It's, and you've got a right to your opinion, but I've also got a right to my opinion. Right, welcome back from the break. Right, so we're doing something a little bit different to kick off the season this year. Last year, if you remember, me, Tom and Ryan went through the entire 
one to twenty of the league and basically said where we think players and teams were going to finish in terms of golden boot as well and all that jazz. We're doing something kind of similar, but with a few more, I don't know, themes. So Ryan put this forward. So thanks, Ryan, for for giving us the idea. We've gone for a. You are welcome. <laughs> 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 Humble as always, mate. I love it. So we've we've got the Premier League one to twenty there. We'll go through those, but then we've also got a few questions. So the questions that are added on are: What points will the champions finish on? What points will the bottom side finish on? Two left field predictions from each person on the pod: the Diego Costa Award for most red cards, team and individual player the Fulham Award for the most money spent on awful players, and finally, the Charlie Daniels Award, because why not? How many league appearances, either sub or starts, will he make this season? To mix it up even more, we are not reading out our own predictions. So no one knows what everyone's prediction is, but they will have one person's predictions there. So we will go through them sort of on a level playing field. So has everyone got everyone's documents in front of them? Yes. So, yes. Ryan, you remind let... me whose document I'm supposed to have in front of me. <laughs> is it is it yours? You should have my one. Yes. Yeah, I've got your, I've got yours. Yeah, I've got yours. Yeah. Wait, oh. I've got your one. <laughs> I'm doing my one. Tom, okay, you're going I... to need to email me this again, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Can you... <laughs> yeah, but you, I did it to my work account. I'm not on my work email anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> But on the original one, I had yours, Danny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think we f- I fucked it up because I accidentally messaged him it without, <laughs> without reading. Okay. Uh, Addison, don't worry, Tom, I'm forwarding it to you now. What's your... um? Wait, whose are you forwarding me? I've R- already got yours. No, Ryan's, Ryan's. Hey, what's it's... Uh... 69. <laughs> this is going in. Steelers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> at big lad. <laughs> Imagine how much different it is to your work email address. You've got your proper life and then your home address is Mr. Big Boy. All right, cheers. Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck it. We're leaving that in because why not? No, don't put my email. <laughs> no, <in>. what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Is that your actual email address? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, of the, the first bit was it's not difficult to guess which provider I've got. I'm signing you to so much Bulgarian. <laughs> as long as you're paying for it, I don't worry. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll leave out the email. Right. Thank you. Everyone has got the documents in front. Tim, you should have mine. Ryan, you should have Tom's. Tom, you should have Ryan's. And I have Tim's. <laughs> Yes, don't sound very sure, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I lost, I lost my way at the end. Right, and I have someone. <laughs> someone who doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alan, <laughs> just says, just send for help in each of the little tables. <laughs> and that's an alien home. <laughs> oh, I mean. What? No, I'm sorry. We're we're already too. We're too on the probing. We're, we're too off it. I was going to say, uh, if, if you could pick any footballer in the Premier League to storm Area 51, who would you choose? Mm. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Great, solid. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> we'll give you till next week to think about it. Right. So let's start with everyone's 
top two. Uh, Ryan, let's let's start with you. Then we'll go to Tom, then Tim, then me. Ryan, what has Tom put as his top two? I feel like this is going to be a popular top two. Um, <laughs> for everybody. Um, he's got uh, Man City at the top. Okay. Tom has then put Liverpool in second place. Okay, Doc. Uh, Tom, what has Ryan gone for? Ryan has put Manchester City at the top. And Liverpool in second place. <laughs> Tim, what has Danny gone for? Manchester City at the top. And I have I've gone left field. And Tim has gone uh, Manchester City at the top. And Watford second. No, yes. <laughs> it's, it's Liverpool in second place. So everyone's gone for the same apart from me. Interesting. Any, any reason why, Danny, you've chose Tottenham second? Granted, this was, prediction was done before the Community Shield and Liverpool played very well in the Community Shield. Mm. I just went on the basis that they hadn't signed any like first-team players. They just signed sort of youth prospects for the summer and, and teams tend to stagnate when they don't move forward with that. It doesn't have to be a big money signing, just a signing. And I think Spurs have done really well to, to add to that midfield um, position after losing Moussa Dembele and then having all your injury problems. So I just thought they'll kick on this season. Okay, interesting. Right, let's go. <laughs> Not even Ryan believes that. <laughs> I thought you were just going to go wrong. <laughs> um, let's go three to seven. Let, let's go reverse order. Tim, what have I gone for? Uh, Liverpool third. Uh, a gutsy Manchester United fourth. Uh, Wolves fifth. Arsenal sixth. Mm. Uh, Tom? I'm not happy with these predictions. Tom? Uh, Ryan's gone for Spurs third, Arsenal fourth, Man United fifth, and Chelsea sixth. Chelsea getting the uh, the short straw at the moment. Ryan, um, Tom has gone for Tottenham in third place, then Man United in fourth, Arsenal fifth, and then Chelsea in sixth place. Ooh. And Tim has gone for Chelsea in third, Arsenal in fourth, Spurs in fifth, Manchester United in sixth. Tim, wow, interesting. Tim, let's let's. Let's de-pick your one a little bit. Unpick even, not de-pick. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Dick pick. <laughs> I think D-pack was a contestant in uh, the second season of The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is knowledge that I do not possess to back up, so I'm taking your word for it. Um, let's, uh, let's probe into your one then, Tim. Why, why have you gone Chelsea third? Because I couldn't bear putting them out of the top four. Um <laughs> No, I, well, I genuinely struggled to choose between United, Spurs and Arsenal. I think that it might be genuinely quite close between them. Um, I'm not entirely convinced about Spurs this season. I think they need to have made maybe a few more signings. I think Ndombele is very good. Um, but I'm just, not, I'm just not entirely convinced. So I went with Arsenal above them purely because I think Lacazette, Aubameyang and Pepe up front is going to be absolutely devastating. Carl Jenkinson. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're just going to do what Blackpool did when they came in. Just, just every game was like six to five. It was like no defending. Yeah. No, I am. I don't know. I just thought maybe. I thought I, I just thought I'd mix it up a little bit. But um, you know, I couldn't bear putting Chelsea out, so I put them third. But I think we, we've got more hope um, than people think this year. Uh, it, it does depend a lot on one of our three strikers getting some goals. Um, and if hudson Adoy and Reese James sort of come back from injury and play quite well, 
then we should, we should we could be quite good and hopefully Lampard will fix the motivation issues we've had um, of recent years. But um, I'm I'm over optimistically hopeful. Uh, do you still have Higuain? No, he went back to Juventus. No, imagine. Juventus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you've... they've got all the strikers. <laughs> And they want Lukaku. <laughs> and they're all old. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> um, right, let's go and move it on to like the middle of the table-ish way. So let's um, let's go seven through to twelve. Fuck, I don't even know what. To do. <laughs> seven to fifteen. <laughs> let's go seven to fifteen. That that's middle table. Who's going to win the Everton Cup? Is the question right? Question number seven. Question that you can answer first, Tom. Uh, so Ryan has said Leicester will finish seventh, West Ham, then Everton, Wolves in tenth, Watford, Southampton, Burnley, Brighton, and then Aston Villa in fifteenth. <laughs> no one's going to remember that order at all, but no one gives a fuck about any of these. <laughs> I'll tell you what: uh, Tim and Ryan have definitely put one team in the same position. Uh, they've both gone for Watford eleventh. If I if I heard that right. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Here when that comes in, strong, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be sitting again. <laughs> I did, I did forget to mention this at the beginning, which I probably should have mentioned. You get a point for every team that you get cor- in the correct position. Okay, so I mean, we should have just just done the same. <laughs> Um, so you're at least getting one point if Watford finish there only point I will get the rest of Tim's uh, lineup 7th is Wolves Leicester 8 Everton 9 West Ham 10 as I mentioned 11th Watford 12 Villa 13th Bournemouth Norwich 14th and Burnley 15th I'm really surprised that people think Villa are going to do well this season (laughs) <laughs> they're either going to pull a massive Fulham or they'll do exactly the opposite and their signings will actually like, play really well like Wolves did it last season right and uh, and like it was they signed good quality players I mean I don't know who I mean they were just signing random people from Europe and Tyrone Mings <laughs> the problem with comparing any team coming up from the championship to Wolves is obviously they've got obviously the connections, they've got the money, they've mm. got Mendes as the agent. But the problem is as well, a lot of people like if you look at Villa's starting eleven from the playoff lineup, there's like seven of them I think in the squad were loanies. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, even if the players aren't particularly well known, so obviously they've signed Wesley from Bruges, who is sort of like. Uh, what's known as sort of like a, almost like an average striker in, in Europe. He's not really yet caught up any trees. They've signed uh, uh, Trezeguet, the winger. They've signed, uh, obviously, Mings, as you said, like Tom Heaton, who I think is a really good signing for eight million quid. Mm-hmm. And that's a decent signing mm-hmm. in goal. But like they, they have to replace the players. And like I said, this whole idea of like doing a Fulham, I know it was called that in the in the, in the the message we did and in the in document filled up. I feel like any team apart from Wolves has to do that. Because like they mm. they just have to replace like for example Van Zabi. Um obviously uh, Mings was on loan but obviously they've they've got him back mm-hmm. and just like that and, and and I just feel like in Abraham up front it's very difficult for him so I, I, but I do think they've recruited fairly well and I, and I feel like Dean Smith will be given time that's why I kind of got Villa to um, sort of like stay up because I feel like they, he will be given time to because he's a like a Villa fan he's a fan's favourite and I feel like they will give him. They will give it the fair. That was my 
the reason anyway. Like I say, it could be different for anyone else, but that was my personal reason for why I put Villa to stay up fairly comfortably. Fair, fair play, fair play. Uh, who haven't we done in this round? Right. Uh, in seventh, you put Chelsea, which hurts. Uh, Leicester eighth, Everton ninth, Brighton tenth, West Ham eleventh, Bournemouth twelfth, uh, Watford thirteenth, Newcastle fourteenth, which is quite high, I'd imagine. Aston Villa Brighton tenth. Yes. I was thinking. I've gone. Go on. I think I, I like Graham Potter. I like the way he plays football, and he's brought in some decent-ish signings. And this was done before all of the Adam Webster deal was completed, and mm-hmm. obviously uh, Neil Morpé. I don't know why. I think he's just going to get them playing some really, really nice football. They lost Tony Knockout as well. Yes, they did. Um, the absolute archetypical championship player. Mm. If that's a word. What about, what about Ken Murray, though? Is he still going to be doing it at 37? Oh, 100%. <laughs> He's going to get like 15 goals this season. That would be the dream. That would be the <laughs> absolute dream. Um, right, what... I've, got, I've still got to read Tom's, I think. Yes, I believe. go for it. Mm-hmm. So Tom has Everton to win the Everton Cup in seventh. Solid. <laughs> Nominative determinism at play there. <laughs> at place. Um, West Ham ninth, Watford tenth, Bournemouth eleventh, Palace twelfth, Leicester thirteenth, which is cool. again we'll come back. Uh, Burnley fourteenth, Newcastle fifteenth. So, Tom, any particular reason why Leicester are so low rated? Uh, so, I, I think they're going to struggle in defence this year. I think that's going to be a big factor. I mean, they've signed some really good. I, I like Perez. I don't really like him for 30 million, but I like Ariadne Perez. I like Yuri Tielemans as well. Um, and I like their general team. I think Damari Gray's a really good talent. I think losing Harry Maguire and it's probably going to be a back two of Johnny Evans and then plus probably Lewis Dunk. Um, I think that's relatively weak, personally. Uh, so I think they may struggle to defend. I, I think they'll still score goals. Vardy's still going to score goals. Um, I just don't know how many goals they're going to be able to stop from conceding. But we'll, yeah, I, I, I just don't. I wasn't particularly impressed with their business over the summer, and I think Maguire's going to be a big miss. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see. Yeah, I can see that. Like saying, you've got the problem of. Like you said earlier, people are held to ransom. So then if, for example, they get Duncan and he has a bit of a shock up until Christmas, then that could feed into a bit of negativity and, like I say, could affect the way they play. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I can see the reasoning behind that. All right, we're getting to the uh, the interesting end of the table, all of that middle jargon out of the way. 16th to... You know what? We're going to do 16th and 17th and then the relegation. Tom, you can kick off. Who, who has uh, Ryan gone for the two teams to just get out of relegation? Uh, 16th he's got Crystal Palace very nice and 17th he's got Sheffield United oh alright get ready get ready for them overlapping centre backs I've <laughs> 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 never seen anything like it I'm really looking forward to talking about those two teams actually Sheffield United's first home game is against Palace and I'm really interested if they can win that I reckon that'll be a really good springboard for them for this season I do feel like they've got enough I will come on to their signings later on but I feel like they've got enough in the way they play and the fact that like I say they, they have a solid system of play and it's a little bit different a little bit left field and I feel like it will do them some good in their home form and Chris Wilder's obviously a legend already up there anyway so yeah I, I'm considering maybe swapping Palace and Sheffield United round and that but I did, I did go eventually for that order. Yeah, I feel like Sheffield United could stay up this year. I like. I've got so much time for that. So much time for that, Tom. Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Please. I, can, I can't remember who's I've got. Can you? I read. I just read out Ryan's. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, I, read, I read 
going to read Tom's out then. So he's got. Oh, fucking, I've lost it now. <laughs> oh, God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 12, 13, 14, 15. So he's got Villa 16th and Southampton just to beat the Drunken 17th. Why are you counting them? I numbered the document. Yeah, remember, I've written them down because I can't be on the phone. Ryan's operating in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> bank statement. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, Ryan. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so Villa and Sampson. So Sampson just to beat the drop and uh, Big Ralph. Big Ralph. All right, I like that. Tim, what have I gone for? I can't remember what I put. Uh, Southampton 16th, oh, Palace 17th. That's, uh, that's all right. And you, is, did both of you do this in the, under the assumption that Zaha wasn't going to stay? Yes. Personally, I didn't. I did it because I think Palace are generally quite a piss poor team. Okay. If you look at the, if you look at the team, <laughs> team, like yeah. someone mentioned it, I was literally looking through Twitter about an hour ago. Someone mentioned they said that if they go ahead and sign Cahill, which we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. their youngest player in their squad is Max Meyer, who's 24. Yeah. And then the next youngest is Shaw, and he's 27. Fuck. They've got a lot of 20, 30, like late wow. 20s, early 30s. And obviously, losing Wamba Saka is a big deal, but losing Wamba Saka and Zaha is a potential for. Disaster there, but like, I do think that in general they've got quite a poor side. Like, the re signing Jordan Ayew is they've been there like marquee signings, yeah. And, uh, they have scored about four goals, they're in strong seats. Fair play. Um, did I read Tim's out? Am I going mental? No, you haven't. No, okay, good. Uh, Tim's no. going for Palace 16th and Newcastle to just avoid the drop in 17th. Right, mm. we're on to the relegation boys, Tim. What have I put for relegation? Norwich in 18th, Burnley in 19th, and Sheffield United yes, down at the bottom. Indeedy. Tom, what have you gone for? Well, Ryan's gone for. Ryan's gone for 18th. He's gone for AFC Bournemouth. Oh my uh, God! <laughs> <laughs> 19th, <laughs> provided later. 19th, he's gone for Newcastle, which I think is an interesting one as well, actually. And then 20th, he's gone for Norwich. Uh, so just before we let Ryan explain that choice. I got everyone to email me the uh, the official documents. You all had very professional uh, subject lines, apart from Ryan's subject line, which just says, Tom will kill me. <laughs> Go on, explain yourself, Ryan. Um, well, this is this is in conjunction with my left field shouts, which is like this former to go down. It's not left field shouts. I feel like not a lot of people will back this up. Um, I feel like we'll go into more detail in a minute. So right with you. Go for it. I'm going to withhold my information for now. That is, yeah. that is fine. Um, so that's just left for me to say. Um, you need to read Tom's out, as I remember. Fuck it, I, I'm, I'm off my head. Uh, Ryan, you go first. <laughs> Necking cowpole. <laughs> that, that was an A level, and that was a secret. You're not supposed to outwardly share that. <laughs> so Tom has gone for Graham Potter's Brighton. So there's a, an eight. They swing between where Tom, uh, Tom and Danny are going to think they could have finished, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, then Norwich again, um, and then Sheffield United at the bottom. And Tim has gone for Sheffield in 18th, uh, Southampton 19th, and Brighton at the bottom of the table. I have massively overestimated where Brighton are going to finish, aren't I? Admittedly, I said that before Mapay signs, because I was so... I thought Brighton were like really poor last year, and Glenn Murray literally saved them, so... I was like, he can't do it again. So, without the striker, they were going to desperately go down. But with Mapei, that might have changed a bit. But 
He's going to stick, gonna with, stick it. with it. Right, so remember, at the end of the year, we will uh, we will give one point. We will be. I think we'll even recap it at Christmas. Why not? Because that'll be a fun demoralising routine. Um, really good way to, to just make people. <laughs> <laughs> the joy of Christmas. <laughs> right. Let's rattle through these like easy breezy ones, and then we'll get onto the left field ones. Uh, what points will the champions end on? Everyone's picked Man City. So uh, Tom, let's start with you. What has Ryan said? Uh, 88. Oh, fuck, that's low. Ryan, what have you gone for? Well, what's Tom gone for? 92. The reason why I said 88 is just I feel like this year is going to be a year where a lot of teams are going to take points off each other. At least is what I hope, anyway. I don't want mm. two teams at the top going for 100 points. <laughs> I found it really interesting, but also really one-sided, and it was <laughs> it's quite annoying. So I, I do want like teams like Sheffield United and Norwich to at least take points off of like Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, whoever. Mm. I do want it to be a bit better. I want it to be a bit more of a sort of like I don't want two teams massively at the top, two teams drift at the bottom. But hopefully I'm right. But I'm not sure. Fair enough. I got time for that. Tim, what have I gone for? Uh, you have a ninety, and so Tim's probably a similar vein. Ninety-five, so mm-hmm. only Ryan dropping us down below the nineties. Uh, let's go to the other end of the table. Uh, Tim has put that the bottom side, which he believes will be Brighton, will finish on twenty-eight points. Tim, what have I put? Ryan, thirty-two. Tom's gone for twenty-six. So Sheffield United having an absolute shitter, according to. <laughs> uh, and Tom, what's Ryan gone for? Uh, Ryan's on the same as you. He's gone for thirty-two for Norwich City this uh, this year. Yeah, nice, nice work, Ryan. I'll give you a point just for... <laughs> Thanks. Um, right, we'll leave the left field ones to end the pod on. Uh, the Diego Costa Award for most red cards. Uh, team and player, please. Ryan, what's Tom gone for? So Tom's gone for player. He's gone for Big Wes Morgan. Of course he has. So come off the bench a lot to get those reds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I say he has been known, especially as he's got older, to maybe lose a bit of pace. I can see that. Um, and then he's gone for the team, Burnley. Interesting. All right, I've got time for that. Uh, Tom, what's Ryan gone for? So Ryan has also gone for Burnley. Um, uh, and then the Bournemouth Malice, <laughs> and, he's, and he's gone for Jeff Lerma. <laughs> I mean, for the player. See, yeah, when they get dragged into their relegation fight, he's going to lose his head every week. He's, he's very good at losing his head up to a yellow card. And then, yeah, he hasn't, hasn't been sent off yet. Then he yeah. keeps it. Uh, Tim? Yeah, he is due one, in fairness. If anyone is due one. I also think that maybe Ryan has a vendetta after he got um, Han Ming's son sent off last season. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Juan... I feel like we should just put for the red card team because we got shitloads in the season. <laughs> <laughs> Juan, Juan Foyth really, uh, really stuck the boot in for that one as well. Um, Tim, what have I gone for? Uh, you went for. I feel like Sheffield he's a, he's United, the man most, there. and Willie Bolly. He, uh, he, he walks the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Tim has gone for Sheffield United and Fernandinho. Very. Ooh. Dirty. Yeah, he's, he's good at picking up yellow cards, but I think with, with Rodri coming in, he'll probably be getting like less minutes, so he'll get why, more. Why, more why is this perception right? of Sheffield United a bit as a dirty team? They had no reputation for it in the Championship at all. Bre- Brexit, <laughs> Brexit, mate. <laughs> um, right, uh, let's smash through these. Uh, Fulham Award for the team that has spent the most money on the worst players. Tim has gone for Manchester United. 
Oh, oh, yeah, Harry, Harry Maguire on Basaka. Although they might be, you know, United needed defenders. 100 <laughs> yeah, million for what will inevitably be a sick fair. place is yeah. probably Again, a bit ridiculous. A fair judgment. Uh, Tom, what's Ryan gone for? Uh, Ryan has gone for Sheffield United. Yeah, it's a 10 million pounds for Lise Mousset and around 20 for Ollie McBurney. Are you having a fucking laugh? <laughs> Which I think is fair. I mean, Ollie McBurney, Ollie McBurney I think, has, did have a very good season. <laughs> it's funny that because. Um, but and maybe is due to step up, but at least fucking say Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's had a he had a um, he had a yeah. Danny said exactly the same thing, and he was blowing <laughs> after five minutes. <laughs> yeah, true. just loads of blowing. Um, right, top three seasons four. Um, Tom's for Villa. I think you touched on this earlier about like the players have signed like, random players from Europe, and then Tyrone Mings, which is a fair. Um, yeah, I can, I can see, I can see why you've gone for Villa. I love Tyrone Mings, but twenty-six fucking million pounds. <laughs> Good God! Oh, and there is the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right, penultimate one: the Charlie Daniels Award. Obviously, he's injured at the moment. Which is he played, he, played, he played on Saturday. He's fine. Get in there, which I didn't realise. I thought he was out till Christmas. <laughs> How many league appearances is he going to make, either as a sub or as a starter? Tim, kick us off. <laughs> I thought he was still injured. That's going to that's going to come back to haunt me. What did Tom put? Um, Tom has put nine for the big man. Half a. Half a, half a season under his belt. I thought you were going to say ninety. Ryan's gone for five games, followed by a testimonial against Palmer Legends team. <laughs> oh, God. I reckon there's... He's not that old. Don't, don't, um, don't have two left-backs, like, who are better than him. Well, we signed Diego Rico last year, and we signed Lloyd Kelly this summer, so we've, we seem determined to replace him. But he, 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 out, he outlasts everyone we put in front of him, so, yeah. Charlie Daniels isn't even the first Charlie Daniels that comes up when you Google his name. <laughs> That's how nice he is. He let the other one go first. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I don't, did we do all of them? No, Tim. Tim's gone for three. Okay. So, <laughs> in CD. There, there it is. Right, <laughs> to end the pod, we've gone for two left field predictions a pop. We'll do both of them at the same time and then give the person who belongs to those predictions a brief minute just to go through it. So, um, Tom, why don't we start with you? What's Ryan gone for? Uh, so, as previously referenced, Ryan has put Bournemouth to go down. <laughs> uh, and then he's also put Guardiola, Guardiola to leave City at the end of the season. <laughs> so oh, all right, Ryan, let me start the timer. You have one, you have exactly oh. one minute to explain your left field put. One, go. Okay, Bournemouth last year, they had obviously a very good start, but then their end of the season was pretty poor, I'm going to be honest. Um, also, the fact that you've got Fraser and Wilson obviously did really, really well this season. Uh, last season, sorry, but then this season, I don't think they can really replicate that form. Their running is awful. Their last five games, Bournemouth have got Liverpool away, Wolves away, Man United away, um, Man City away, Everton away, as well as playing Spurs and also uh, Leicester. So that's a very difficult run in if they have to get points. And they shipped a lot of goals. Man City, I think Guardiola is going to leave because they will probably get knocked out in the second round of the Champions League by Atalanta. <laughs> 
and therefore that Guardiola wants to win the Champions League. <laughs> City are probably going to get turned out of Europe next year because of the financial ban, and that means he will leave to win the Champions League with PSG. Done. Forty nine point seven six seconds, and fair play. I put that very eloquently. Uh, 42 of those seconds were on Bournemouth and Slayton up. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember what I put for basically I think Guardiola only lasts yeah, about three agree. or four seasons per and then I think UEFA will genuinely come down hard on City next year and I feel like he will leave if they don't win the Champions League this year or even if they do he might just then cut his losses and go right well I've done my time here I've won loads of trophies let's move on to a new challenge probably in PSG because they'll be desperate for a Fair Champions enough. as well Right Tom Tom. Uh, no, I... he's just done it. <laughs> Let me finish. I said, Tom, you've got to beat that. Ryan, what are his predictions? So we have got uh, first prediction: West Ham United to win the FA Cup. And we've got this is left field as fuck. This um, no managerial sackings at all in the I'm, Premiership. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this minute. Three, two, one. Off you go. So, oh. I think the first point with West Ham is that I don't think uh, the big teams take the domestic trophy seriously anymore. So, I think there is going to be an opportunity for a smaller team or a lesser team to win the, the FA Cup. West Ham have made some decent signings. Many of their players, I can't pronounce their names. Um, <laughs> they signed the guy from... Who was the lad they signed from uh, from Germany? Was it um, Ryan Yonner? Haller. Yeah, big lads. Seba- yeah, Sebastian Haller, have- right? Yeah, it's all machine. quality in the FA Cup. 30 seconds. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'll leave that one. <laughs> uh, the next one was, I don't think there's many sacking. So this, this is interesting because I think a lot of the promoted <laughs> teams won't sack their managers because I think a lot of them, have, like you said, with Dean Saunders, with Chris Wilder, uh, uh, I think they've sort of earned their right to have a go at the Premier League. I, I think the other one is that if you look at the teams that might have sacked their managers, Newcastle got rid of Rafa in the summer. Uh, you also had Brighton change at the end of the season. And I don't, as a result, I think the ones that maybe won the tipping point... Time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the other one I was going to say is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, maybe it could be in the hot seat, but I actually think he's going to have a decent start to the season, so he won't be in too much trouble, and you can't sack him because he's a beautiful little boy. <laughs> oh, that um, is... yeah. that and is... Chelsea, Frank Lampard, anyway. Fair. All right, I'll, I'll give you that. Tim, you ready? Right, so your two predictions are... I'm, just giving... Yeah. I'm giving you time rather than springing on Wait. you. Your two... Oh. Sent him for a pie. Uh, right, your two <laughs> predictions are Brighton to achieve one of the lowest goal tallies in Premier League history. Mm. Um, and the second one, Arsenal to have the biggest goals to goals conceded ratio this season. That's not how ratios work. I've <laughs> phrased that wrong. I meant to say... Um, I meant... I, I, meant, I said it wrong. I meant to, like, they're going to have, oh, okay. like... Basically, the same amount gonna... of goals scored as goals conceded because so they're going to score a lot and concede a lot at the so same time. Like so, like, basically, a one-to-one ratio. Conceded and scored will be, like, the highest ever. Pretty much, yeah. 100 yeah, scores. Right, so, Tom, Tom has explained that. to Tim what he meant. So, Tim, you've got one, <laughs> you've got one minute go. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'll start with the Arsenal one. Uh, I think they've, like, got one of the best attacking trios in the Premier League. I think they're so very quick. They can score a hell of a lot of goals. I think they're great on the counter-attack. Um, they might have let Ramsey go, but I still think they're going to score a lot of goals. But then they've still got Mustafi and Socrates in defence, so they're going to be shit. And I think they're going to be torn to pieces by a lot of teams uh, in the Premier League this season. Uh, Brighton, again, I'm saying I think they'll do really badly in the season. This is before I got the, the pay news. He still not, might not be that good in the Premier League, so we'll have to wait and see. 
But last season, they would literally sit back and hoof the ball up to Glenn Murray. <laughs> I don't think Glenn Murray's going to do it for them this year. So uh, they might just be the team that sits back but just doesn't score any goals and <laughs> gets relegated <laughs> or before December or something like that. So Massive I just don't think they're going to score anything. We'll just sit back so and try not score anything. Before December. <laughs> It's 12 games into the league. Why did Tim get the shower at 40? I started trying to psych him out. I started reading something and I forgot to look at the time. All right. You were really captivated by Tim <laughs> Oh, good God. Right, uh, so that leaves me, Tim. Do you want to uh, announce? Right, Ted. Brighton to do the double over Man City. Uh, and Delia Smith to shout, <laughs> let's be Avenue when City come to okay, Carroll so Road. Brighton, I think, have done really, really well in terms of all aspects of who they've brought in. Graham Potter is really decent at getting a good passing side going. And I know, obviously, Neil Morpé signed, and this was before I realised he had signed, but they signed this winger from Genk called Leandro Trossard. And I know, obviously, that's the Belgian league and you can't really base too much on what the, uh, the skill level is like there. But 22 goals and 11 assists for an out-and-out left winger is fairly decent. And that's what they lacked last season in Jose Esquerdo, 30 seconds. Um, so... <laughs> so... <laughs> so um, that's why I've gone for that one I think they'll play very, very well 40 seconds they'll just outpick City sometimes and in those two games I think they'll do it the other one Delia Smith that's just banned that's just banned <laughs> it's just absolute banned 75 and a half seconds she knows they, she knows they're going down this season she's like fuck it I'm just going to do it for old time's sake get back on the BBC website and all will be good at Carroll Road done <laughs> We know Norwich are going down. Let's just have a look oh, where dear. when Norwich actually play Man City. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. at home, another fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's been happening, yeah. <laughs> yes, City will be in like full <laughs> rampant, just to score as many goals as possible. So she'll uh, she'll do it. I I feel that. Uh... Although, just looking now, they play City away on the last day of the season, so she could do it in the away end. <laughs> I mean, if they stay up. I'm done with it. Right, so points will be tallied out throughout the season. Um, Obviously not on the table, but if things happen, points will be given out before that. Right, before we end the podcast, as always, it's our talking points. A very brief one. Does anyone have any funny things from the world of football this week that they want to talk about? No. No. Tom? No. Tim? Lovely jubbly. And oh, it's just Harry Maguire's worth 80 million quid. And is if someone gets sacked throughout the whole season, then Tom immediately loses. <laughs> <laughs> you, do- you double down, Tom. Those are the rules. Um, in fairness, if, uh, if Brighton get relegated in November, I think they may sack their manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. To see. Uh, the only thing that I picked up, have you guys heard of this uh, new website called The Athletic? Yeah. Like it's like basically a, a journalism website and they're just signing all of no. the solid journalists from here to build like a paid for subscription content to get your football news. Uh, Neil Curtis, who works for The Sun, tweeted today. I don't know if any of you saw this. He tweeted, oh, there's a lot of humble people around today because a lot of people were commenting that they were moving there. He decided to go on every single person who commented they were moving to the athletic with just Z, 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 Z. <laughs> and, 
Yeah, he hates other people. He fucking hates it. (laughs) Someone's bitter. The top comments on his post, which got 37 likes. (laughs) Someone said, I I hear there's a new company that's hiring all athletic rejects called The Pathetic. Don't (laughs) worry, Neil, they'll be in touch. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone else said, didn't get an offer to join then. XD face. Right. That culminates the first episode of the season. Of course, the Premier League is on this week. Enjoy it. There'll be lots of good games that we will talk about maybe in a separate pod before Saturday. But for now, Tom, Ryan, Tim, thank you very much. Cheers, mate. All right, Tim. (laughs) A little bit late on that one. Um, From what I say, goodbye and enjoy the first weekend of the season. Bye. I don't think you're listening.